Hello and welcome. This may be a place you've been many times, or this may be your first time. And either way, this is a brand new moment. So connect to your presence, open your heart, and get curious as I share real life experiences, practices, and organic medicine that will help you expand into your higher self. Because if we're not growing towards the light, we're dying in the darkness. And I'm here to tell you, you were born to live. Together, we will plant seeds, pull weeds, lean into shadows, and tend to our soil, giving us the nourishment that we need to root down and find the power within to be our most authentic self so that we may receive all the abundance that awaits us. Are you ready? Okay, here we grow. My here we growers, hello, how are you? How are you? How are you? I just checked back to see what was going on with my last recording and it was in September. What the heck? I know that people say this all the time and actually really dislike it when it's like, where did time go? And oh my gosh, where did October go? It was like the slowest blink ever. Fast blink, slow blink, intense blink scary blink, (laughs) exciting blink, 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 Uh, blink, blink. Oh my goodness sakes. Wow. Um, So there's that. It's been a minute and I'm back and I'm here and I've been thinking about this so much. I love recording and I really look forward to getting into a groove. I'm ready to groove into this more often, like weekly. And whether that's little bloops to the bleeps of what I can share, just a little boop bleep. <laughs> I'm such a silly mood. Or, you know, and that a little, a little bloop bleep means that it would be a 10 or a 15 minute little hello and sometimes it would be longer and sometimes it would be a guest and there's so many possibilities and so much room for activities and I just can't wait and um, right now I do not have the space and the capacity for it and that is just that that's where I'm at I it's full-on it is full-on in my life right now and at the same time it feels really good. I feel really good. I feel really aligned. I feel like my busyness, the majority of it is in flow. And I know that that is because my practices are so strong in my life right now where I am reading and meditating and journaling and sharing and listening and stepping into uncomfortable spaces and places and growing, which is also uncomfortable and Yeah, so I can very much attribute to how I am feeling to all of those pieces and that it's just such a confirmation over and over and over and over and over that our rituals and our habits will change our life. Absolutely. And hey, I'm not here to say that I've been just like peachy, golly, gosh, every single day and dancing around a jig. I have had my moments and I have had my breakdowns and my breakthroughs and my crying sessions and my laughing hysterically sessions and everything in between. And that is life. Y'all, that is life. We get to feel every moment of this life. And that's been one of my biggest lessons in the last few years. And I think I say that every time, by the way. But this really truly is one that it became this light bulb moment that if you don't feel all the feels, then you don't feel all the feels. (laughs) And what we mean by that, what I mean by that, what I think they meant by that was 
if you're not feeling the sad and the low and the angry and the frustration, then you're not really truly feeling the high and the pure joy and the ecstasy and the pleasures and all that's available at the tippy top of the of the happy train. Um, you got to feel the low side and the caboose and the heaviness and the darkness like that is just a part of it. And the deeper the roots, the higher the branches. So the roots are in the dark. And they're pressing into the ground and they're trusting the process and they're having to push through rocks and heaviness. And, you know, of course, I put all these like emotions into the roots because they're alive. They don't feel how I feel, but they are pressing themselves through the darkness in the ground and being uncomfortable all the time, knowing that it is helping the part that we see grow and come to life and bloom or in this season where I'm at where it's fall and they're what seems like dying or shedding then you know both sides take efforts right and 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 this side this fall side takes the effort to actually be the strongest version of themselves because they're not like physically producing what we get to see and the results right now I read this the other day which I loved trees are actually the strongest in the fall and the winter because the storms are stronger and so the um the tree trunk gets to be stronger to hold themselves up and the roots get to spend all of their energy getting deeper and deeper and deeper to be stronger and stronger and stronger and on top of this they are not utilize utilizing all their energy to be flowering or blooming or producing leaves all of their energy is is in the dark right now. It's under the ground. It's not what we see. And um, it's the part that takes the most strength so that in the spring, they will come back to life and they trust that process. They naturally trust that process. Well, at least I think that they do. And when I ask them, they say that they do trust the process. They have taught me that. And in the spring, right, they just start coming back to bloom and maybe they rest a little bit in their version of rest where they're not rooting as hard and they feel stronger than ever because they made it through the storm. So just really loving that as a metaphor. And I've been using it in yoga practice just to remind people that it's okay to shed and it's okay to let go and it's okay to release what's no longer serving you it's okay to change that habit even though it's very scary these shifts will make you stronger they will make you stronger ultimately and it might not feel that way right in the moment and it might take six months to then bloom again or six years right there's really no time frame on any of this and that's the trusting part that's the part where we get to just sit back and trust and know that as long as we're putting in the work I don't always like to label it as that but as long as we are aware and working on ourselves and making a daily habit of taking care of ourselves, of tapping into these rituals that are helping us grow our roots stronger, that are helping us to expand, right? As long as we're putting our efforts into that part of our life, then eventually we will bloom. And then again, we will come back around full circle and we will shed again and we will bloom again and we will shed again and here we grow, right? Isn't that what we're doing? So... 
um, yeah, I'm deep in the fall process of everything and my life always gets a little bit hectic around this time. I have nearly 500 clients and I don't say that boastfully. Um, I have nearly 500 insurance clients after almost two decades of being in the insurance business um, and all of them get to renew right now. So we're going through that. We're growing through that. I have had more Zoom meetings this week than I've had in a really long time and it was really cool to take a moment to reflect on how far I've grown in all of these years. And the big difference this year that I feel really super proud of was just staying very grounded. And, you know, if it meant getting up a little bit earlier on big Zoom meeting days to be sure and get my meditation in, to get my movement in, to nourish myself, to get outside on a walk, even if it was a short one, that has all made the biggest difference. I feel myself so much more calm in these meetings. I feel a lot more relatable this year. I'm just seeing people and being compassionate for where they're at, which means me not taking it personally for their dislike and distrust in insurance. And I think in years past, I would really take that personally, like, oh, how dare you? But at the same time, I'm not even using this product, (laughs) which is really a whole different story of the whole thing. Um that I do battle with because it's hard to represent a product that you don't fully believe in. Um, But that was a different thing. Another part of my mind shift this year was shifting it towards really serving the, the person and the human in this transaction, like letting go of all of the BS that is this insurance world and just really seeing people for what they're going through and what they're experiencing and what their needs are. And I've done that and I didn't really even have to remind myself this year. It just came naturally where I would listen to somebody's story or their frustration and some people get on these calls and they're so hot and they're so upset and they're so disgusted by what's covered and what's not and their doctor and their insurance and their surgeries and their medications and I just keep taking a deep breath and saying, I see you. And I'm sorry. And and this is a really complicated system. I'm sorry for your health struggles. I'm sorry that you're not feeling like you're getting the coverage you need. Like, let's do everything we can to make this better. And if the piece, the 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 piece that feels really powerful is that the person would slowly settle. And they would slowly just just look at me and listen in a different way and, and feel like I was on their team, which is ultimately what I desire to be in life in general is just on somebody's side in a compassionate way um especially in this world of what feels like not a lot of compassion left and maybe i don't fully understand it you know the fixer side of me wants to be like see a naturopath and how's your diet and are you drinking alcohol and have you taken a walk today and are you breathing correctly and instead of all of that i just smile or not, you know, just have a like light face, light look on my face where a a compassionate, soft eyes, soft heart. I'm taking my own breaths and I just see that person for the journey that they are on and I meet them where they're at instead of trying to fix them. And I feel like that's a big part of where I'm at in life in general with my family, with my friends, with my yoga clients, with my insurance clients, with myself, first and foremost, with myself. Like, can I meet myself exactly where I'm at every day? 
as it's because it's going to be different. And yet, even though there's harder times or trials and tribulations, every day I'm still a whole beautiful version of myself. And there are things that I will always be working on. And that's the journey. That's the beautiful part of the journey, actually, is that there will always be something. And some days that feels so overwhelming. Um, the other day I was like so pissed about chores. <laughs> and I actually like to clean my house, but I just was like, man, this just never ends. The chores never end. The laundry never ends. The carpets never end of having just a layer of hair for my beautiful, most favorite living being ever is hairy AF and it's everywhere. And some days it just like, oh, it just gets me so worked up. Not often, not often, but this particular day I was like, ah, the chores never end. And I'm like, how do people do this with a whole handful of kids? Like, bless you. You are superhumans. Thank you, mom and dad. You're super humans. Holy cow. Um, it's a lot because I feel this way and it's just little old me. Um, okay, so I digress. <laughs> um, going all the way back to feeling really proud that I see the work coming to light and I see that my daily actions are becoming more natural in a sense of calmness and openness and compassion and really just seeing life for exactly what it is in this moment. Um, so much has come to light and, and it's this idea of letting go of control, which we hear that all the time, um, but how powerful that is and how scary that is. And I think when you're ready to let go of control, it's because you have created a really deep spiritual connection with yourself and with the power of what's available to us in this lifetime and the power of universe and source and God and nature and however you want to call this like beautiful phenomenon. Um, once you trust that, and once you know that, okay, as long as I'm staying in alignment on most days, right? Like I'm not perfect every day. I have my days where I like get on my phone too early in the morning and then I feel like addicted to it all day or I stay up too late or I eat crap food or I talk shit about somebody or I catch myself in some gossip or, you know, maybe I'm snappy at somebody. Like there are absolutely those moments. And at the same time, they feel further and few between because I am focused on, I just want to feel good. That is my basis. And I've talked about this a lot, especially when it comes to alcohol and sobriety. Like I just want to feel good. I don't have time to have a down day or two or three. And that might inevitably happen, right? If I'm not feeling very well or, you know, when I'm cycling or when I'm just feeling overwhelmed, like I'm going to have those days anyway. Like why would I do that to myself? So um, being really cautious of staying on track with my rituals and filling my own cup is really how I would explain it. Um, I'm on my mat a lot more, not only teaching, but I'm taking a lot of classes from my teachers. And that's just been like such a beautiful process, really slowing down. And I had a moment the other day, I took our new Saturday morning 10 a.m. class, which is just such an exciting thing to have on the schedule. And this um, one of my teachers, Alex, who I just adore, she was one of my first teachers um, that I hired, actually, and she taught the class. And I was in tears by the end because I had this moment of, oh my gosh, this is what I've 
been working towards. This is what I've like put my heart and soul into is to create this space because I could hear everybody's breath around me and the movement and the energy and Alex's guidance was so wonderful and the music and this atmosphere, this container was so loving and so potent and so energetically supportive that I'm like, this is why I'm doing this. Like my why just light bulb moment momented me right then like boom and I cried. I just like, like had such a moment of release and I was also in pigeon pose which we all know there's just so much emotion in our hips and in pigeon pose that can really come out and come to life so I'm in pigeon and I'm crying and then I get into shavasana and Alex comes around and she always like pushes our shoulders down and just gives us some light touch and I'm crying and it was just this moment of wow that is the fruit of my labor is in moments like that. It's not the money. It's not the amount of people that come through the studio. It's not, you know, hitting numbers. It's not how many people are in my email database. No, it's not. It's the feeling. It's like the true love that comes from within from these practices and whatever that looks like for you will be different. Um, for me, it's this space to share. And that's been that way since I first started desiring this last fall. I'm like, I want a space where I can share and circle and commune and move and breathe. And and it's happened. I'm, I'm there. Like I did it and I'm enjoying it and people are enjoying it. And and it's still a forever, a forever journey because I will evolve and change and the studio will evolve and change and you know, my insurance business will evolve and change based on where I'm at and what I'm growing through. And, and it has, and I'm really seeing that this year. And I before would come in to open enrollment season with so much overwhelm and almost disgust for the industry. And again, like had this chip on my shoulder and a little bit of a wall up of like, taking things personal and and being annoyed that people have so many healthcare needs and being annoyed that the healthcare system isn't supporting them and being annoyed that they're coming at me for it and and so it's really cool that both of these pieces of my life are beautifully supporting each other and that's all coming from the root and my root of my own practices, my own rituals, my own daily habits, my own everyday life is being reflected in my businesses and my interactions with people and my friend group. Of course, my friend group is growing because I'm opening my heart and and you know, my family is growing because I'm sharing so much with them and and I'm seeing it in them and our conversations are different and it's just, it's so beautiful, the ripple effect that happens and that was actually a part of my description for Harmony was find your own sense of center and your own sense of peace and allow that to harmoniously ripple into your life because it will and it goes all the way back to like changing our perception and changing how we feel from the inside and and actually Harmony's tagline is it begins within and so it's really just 
it's funny that we put these words on paper and we come up with like marketing pieces and and not that I did all that for marketing that absolutely came from my heart but sometimes it's easy just to say it like oh yeah yeah it comes from be, from within and be the change you wish to, wish to see and and find your harmony and let it ripple out and all these things and it's like oh that's so cool and then it happens <laughs> and here I'm going wow, it's happening. Like this is real. This is real life. This is really possible. This is like right at my fingertips. As long as I have this strong desire to create that ripple and as long as I have a strong desire to keep going within and not crumbling at the slightest amount of pushback or uncomfortable moments or darkness or, you know, whatever might be coming alive for me, I get to still keep learning and leaning in and growing. Man, here we grow forever <laughs> until we're not, you know? And I, I think that saying that at the opening of this podcast is like, if you're not growing towards the light, we're dying in the darkness and we're here to grow. We're here to live. Um, I give you permission to do that. And I think that I've needed permission from people in my life that it's not selfish to focus on your own growth and it's actually like the most important thing in our life is is if we're taking a really good look at ourselves and doing our best to reflect on how we can continue to grow as a person and evolve as a person transform as a person it's inevitably going to ripple into our life and yeah, there's a lot of layers to that. And so I just felt really called to share that and share that reflection of my insurance business and, you know, having a month just kind of blink by as is eye opening and, and I've done so much and I don't feel like I have just like been the typical, oh my God, I'm so busy. Like I normally am. Like, I'm like, no, I have full days, but I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the process. I'm taking the time to breathe. I'm taking the time to connect and slow down and again, be on my mat and, take time to call my family and talk to my parents and have these deep conversations that we're all really enjoying and, you know, talk to friends and yeah. So, so part of me is feeling in awe that the month went by so fast and part of me is like, yeah, but if I look back, I really received a lot this month and that feels really good. And the last part of what's, um, really been a part of my focus the last few months is this retreat and I just really wanted to share that you know for a few weeks we only had a couple people signed up and it started to eat away at me a little bit and again like taking it personal and being like what am I doing wrong if people don't want to sign up for this and you know this feels like a failure and it hasn't even happened and I stopped myself one day and said all of this energy that you're putting into this will transpire in the way that it's supposed to and come back to that deep trust and know and get clear on what you want. And so I just got really clear on the type of person that would be awesome to have at the retreat and the amount of people, you know, I said, you know, two would be excellent, four would be great, you know, and within a couple of days I had three people sign up and want the king room for their single self and and that's just like the power of intention and putting yourself out there and getting really clear on what it is that you want and then allowing it to just happen like I just had to trust that it was gonna be fine and 
you know, worst case scenario, it would cost some money and it would feel like a loss financially, but it would be such a, it's going to be such a big gain just to have that weekend with some of these incredible women that were already signed up and the women that I'm co-creating this with. And so, yeah, it just was another layer to this trust and this open and this knowing. And I think we get to apply that in as many ways as we can. And that takes a deep faith again, like, what do you believe in? And can you see the small signs that are all around you? And can you allow yourself to receive the love or even something so basic as a compliment? Like, do you take a compliment? And do you give compliments? And, you know, like, I know that that seems a little bit far out from what I'm talking about is just receiving a compliment. But those are ways that we fill our, fill our own cup and allow people to fill our cup with us and and receive 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 i think women specifically have a harder time receiving because we're naturally nurturers and givers and that helps us feel important and helpful and useful and as incredible and and important of a skill that is if we're not allowing ourselves to receive the love and the light from ourselves from others then we're not going to refill in the way that we should. And I'm sure there's men out there that have a hard time with that too. Like I guess a practice is, and one of my earlier on practices was, can you take a compliment? If somebody tells you you look nice or it's a cute outfit or, you know, like you have a great smile, like how does that make you feel in your body? And what's your immediate reaction And I think that will tell you a lot about where you're at in the moment because for me, when I first heard that, I would immediately defect, deflect, deflect, I don't know if that's the right word, but I would respond back with, oh, this old thing or, oh, you look amazing too. You know, like I would feed a comment back and and a compliment back or I would just like make something up about what I was wearing or how I was feeling instead of just like smiling and saying thank you. And I'm really cautious about that because if somebody is going to take the time to be kind to me, why would I not receive that? And and I believe that looking back on that, it is um, it's a worthiness. It's a worthiness of if we're worthy to receive that. And so if you cringe a little, if you think about somebody commenting on your smile or your eyes or your outfit or your energy or your vibration or your light, you know, any of those. I mean, people probably don't say that as much, but if you get a compliment and you cringe a little or you feel uncomfortable, I invite you to open up to that and see why that is and see if you can work through that. And by being aware of it and recognizing it that's a part of the biggest step of the work is is just realizing and recognizing and then making that shift and going why don't I receive and oh is that one moment and you know I didn't feel beautiful or somebody said something really shitty to me and I've like hold on held on to that and okay, is that something I should still be holding on to? Is that serving me? Can I, can I really truly lay it down and let it go? And the answer is probably yes. Um, and ways to let that go is to write a letter, a burn letter, or just to like say it out loud or do some movement, maybe whatever that feels like to you, but just like doing a full release of that so you no longer have to hold on to it. And 
just a really powerful practice because the less that we're holding on to that isn't serving us, the more room we have to invite in ways of feeling and acting and living in this lifetime that will serve us, that is supportive. And I know that until I started making space and letting go of things that I was holding on to and allowing to to hold me back, I didn't have space to accept a compliment, you know, so it's taken some work and now I feel worthy of that and it didn't happen overnight, but I'm really grateful that I've gotten to a place where I can accept and I can receive and full circle is this goes all the way back to the worthiness of my practices and the worthiness of my own rituals and my own compliment to myself and my own ability to be proud of the work I'm doing or who I am or you know be proud of certain moments like handling a client really well to be proud to start a new business in my town and in a business that is about healing and and can be looked up looked upon in a certain way you know like to be proud of that has taken work to get here and it's really important it's really important work because if you're never fully receiving you're always running on empty and you know maybe not always you have certain moments where you fill yourself up but maybe a lot of the times you're You're not quite full of all of the energy and love and light that you could be because you're blocking your own self and you're in your own way of receiving all that's available to you and it's not selfish to want that and to receive that specifically from yourself, right? Like we don't go around and be desperate for compliments and we don't go around like fishing for compliments because then that's just not, that's not aligned we work on receiving it so that when it does happen and it will, then you're ready. And maybe even the main compliments on your daily life are from yourself as they should be. Like I invite you to think of a practice where you can in the morning or in the afternoon or in the evening, whenever you have a few moments to sit and say three things you like about yourself that's really hard. We did this in yoga last night. He's, he said, instead of constantly thinking about all the things that we're working on and not doing well and working towards and correcting and fixing, he's like, what are you doing well right now? And it took us all a minute. And I think that that's sort of sad that that's not a natural thing to think about. And it's actually kind of hard to decipher what am I good at? And he said, even if it's just today, like, you know, today I am good at, mine was asking for help specifically from my guides. Like I'm talking about here with especially the retreat and just letting go of control and trusting and knowing that it's going to work out the way that it's going to work out. And that takes a deep trust and an ask for help. Um, and to be in receiving mode and to trust the process. And I said, I'm doing good at that this week. (laughs) You know, that might not be all the time. And so he really encouraged that, like, what are you good at today? Or what have you been good at this week? Not maybe like a whole big statement of it. It's not like an overarching all the time. It's like, no, what can I reflect on today? Like maybe today I was really good at having boundaries with somebody 
or maybe today I was really good at getting up on on time and not looking at my phone straight away or maybe today I was really good at feeding myself before I got hungry and hangry and desperate (laughs) you know like what did you do today that you are good at and feeling good at and feeling prideful about and um, allow that to be a way that you're filling your cup because I would love to see more people walking around with a cup overflowing than depleted and trying to take care of everybody else around them and that doesn't help anybody then you're stressed and that person's maybe helped for the moment but they're it's only going to last so long right like that's not an everlasting helping hand that's like a moment in time so how can you be your most full version knowing that it will overflow and ripple into other people's lives I think that that is one of the biggest messages that I'd like to get across in this lifetime is that filling your own cup and taking care of yourself is the number one thing you could do like your number one thing is your health and your life because we're a spirit in this human body and if we don't take care of this human body then the spirit starts to dim and we lose our faith we lose our way everything starts to just change and crumble and we're hopeless and you know we get a lot more affected by everything that's going on in the world and not that we should be numb to it or avoiding it um but I think the stronger that we are as spiritual, human, physical, mental <laughs> beings, you know, the stronger we are, the more we will be able to handle all that's going on in the world because there's a lot. And I'm not here to bypass any of that, but I also am not here to be completely consumed by it. My heart can go out to, you know, the wars and the sadness and the famine and you know, the people that are really, really struggling, my empathetic heart can go out to that. And at the same time, I don't allow myself to be completely lost in it because then that's one less person vibrating higher and being the light that is really, really needed in a dark world. And there's a lot of darkness in our world right now and that's reality and it's very sad and and hard. And I have my days absolutely where... I just can't believe the things that are going on. Um, But then I know it's important to pick myself back up and take some breaths, get back to my practice, call a family member, let somebody know that I love them, receive a compliment, compliment myself, (laughs) you know, read a book, get a good night's sleep and be the strongest version of myself that I can be because that is the most important thing for my life and for my existence. And yeah, it's just um, a constant practice. In yoga, I always say it's not a perfect, it's a practice. And life is one big practice, one big school, if you will, of learning and growing and practicing. And so I hope that you had a little nugget out of this today and there's some takeaways that you can implement into your life and if you're struggling to add a ritual or add a new habit um, pick one because it can be really overwhelming to feel like oh I got to do all these things and then if you if it 
goes to the wayside and you don't do any of them, then that's not going to help anybody, especially you. Well, it's not going to help you. It's not going to help your life. So pick one thing that you can stick to for a little while until it feels more natural and it's just in that habit of daily life. And then pick another thing. And, you know, as always, the ones that I talk about are getting the best rest that you can, the best sleep. It's always so important. And just be really cautious and um, conscious of what you're consuming, news, media, people, food, <laughs> water, and then start to just find things that can fill you up, whether it's a great book or having a chat with a friend or, you know, whatever might be that can fill you up and um, something that you can stick every single day and start today. Start today. Start right now and start with those compliments. What's three things that you're good at right now or even three things that you like about yourself right now? And if that makes you cringe, let's lean in. Lean in a little bit more because you are worthy of this lifetime. There's so much beauty awaiting and I'm just so, so, so grateful for you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode and I look forward to growing with you and I'll... uh, Talk to you soon. Okay, love you. Bye. Thank you for joining me on another episode of Here We Grow. It would mean the world to me for you to follow, like, comment, and share this episode with someone you know who would also be inspired. Keep planting seeds and pulling weeds and growing towards the light.